Hi everyone, Lauren Mosier here. Quick heads up, on this episode we had a few recording issues, so unfortunately the sound quality isn't A+, but we did our best to fix it, and I hope you're able to enjoy the episode anyway. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the show! Oh my god, I used to love that movie! Such fond memories of that film. Please don't remake this. Hey, Hollywood, if you wanna be smart, just hire some writers to make some new art. And after our heart to heart, go make a new start. Please, God, please, God. Don't ruin my childhood. Please don't remake this. Please don't remake this. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Please Don't Remake This, the movie podcast where my guests of the week and I get nostalgic and talk about one of our favorite childhood movies. I'm Lauren Mosier, and today I have with me one of my good friends, one of my new good friends. We've only known each other for, what, a little over a year now? Yeah. It hasn't been long, but um, one of my new good friends and one of my managers in the real world in retail and and human being Renee Vito. Hello. Wow. Hello. <laughs> uh, Renee, how are you? I am hanging in there. You know, how are you? All right. You know, same, 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 same. Yeah. Thank you for having me on here. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you so much for coming on. Okay, so we are here to talk about Sleepover. Sleepover. <laughs> the two thousand four. A hit movie, question mark? I don't know. I feel like this is a staple from my childhood. I mean, it is for me. Yeah, so, like, tell me, so, you know, you pick the movie. Tell me about why, um, why this one for you? Man, honestly, yeah, you were there. I, you (laughs) asked me this question, like, think of a movie from your childhood, and for some reason, my brain just automatically clicked to sleepover. I don't know why. I remember, like, I mean, I know why. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it, I had the DVD and like it was it was just such a great film to watch as a young girl. Like I and I rewatching it now, I just really knew like beat for beat that entire film and it was kind of low key exhilarating. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. Oh my you god. Know? Yeah. It's it's weird how, you know, I was doing the math and this came out when I was only eight. And right. I think I had the DVD like instantly. Yeah. And then why didn't you? Yeah, exactly. It was like there were so few movies I was allowed to watch because so many right. things were inappropriate. And then exactly. rewatching this movie, I was like, ooh, this is like really inappropriate. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was really. Inter- but they didn't do it in like a lewd way so everybody was like okay this is this is acceptable for a (laughs) preteen yeah I mean like they're I think about like movies like this and movies like the Lizzie McGuire movie oh my god about about middle schoolers going into high school which makes no sense to me how they're supposed to like they're supposed to look like middle schoolers because they don't they look like college freshmen right (laughs) but what freaks me out is that like they're going on these crazy adventures doing these very inappropriate mm. things and they're so young I'm like at 14 yeah. years old like I just know it's not okay yeah, it's probably at the library I don't know <laughs> yeah I mean, like 
Well, okay, yeah. Now that you say this, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, just the idea that these 14 year olds would be sneaking into a bar or club or wherever. And me, and and the rules that a guy has to buy them a drink. They have right, to yeah, illegally yeah. Oh convince a guy God. to buy them a drink. Like that poor teacher. Right. Oh my God. Almost that could have been arrested. <laughs> oh my God. We'll get into that. So, yeah, yeah. oh my God. So let's um go ahead and start. So hopefully everybody watched this when they were kids and feels as passionate as we do. If you want to sure. rewatch it, I hope you all rewatch it either before listening to this episode or after listening. Um, it is on Netflix right now. So yes. swoop in and, and go to Netflix and watch it. It is a, as It'll Renee, yeah, honestly, as Renee texted me, it, it is a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> So is. Um, so some stats on the movie uh, came out in 2004, rated PG. Uh, it was directed by Joe Nussbaum, who also, I don't know if you ever watched this movie, Renee. Did you ever watch Sydney White with Amanda Bynes? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure I've seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That was another one I was obsessed with when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. he also directed that. Um, wow. he, which I looked him up also. Um I didn't know he directed Awkward. I think that was a show that was going on for a long time. Yeah, that was... I remember it wasn't... From what I saw, it wasn't on TV very long, but I feel like that's a cult classic. Like yeah, it's right, right. Like, it's like the er, the late 2000s to 2010s version of, mm-hmm. like, My So-Called Life. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it just kind of has that cult mm-hmm. status. Um, And then written by Elisa Bell, who unfortunately didn't have, like, a lot of credits, which... <gasps> No offense, watching this movie and writing down some of these quotes. I'm not surprised. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> a little out I'll of touch, a little out of touch with kids. Yeah. Um, and then this starred Alexa Penavega, Mika Borum, Jane Lynch, Sam Huntington, Sarah Paxton, Brie Larson, Steve Carell, and Jeff Garland, which it took me until the last 20 minutes of the movie to recognize Brie Larson. <laughs> Oh my, dude, I, my jaw, like her first frame, I was like, holy crap. How did I forget that this was the first time I've ever laid eyes on Brie Larson? Like that was crazy. See, that was me with Jane Lynch and Steve Carell. Yeah. Especially Steve Carell. I was like, what the fuck? He's a shitty security guard in this? Like, oh my God. He does it really well. He's so well. Oh my God. But yeah, Brie Larson also at this time, I think was around the time Brie Larson was one of the singers for a Barbie movie. Oh my god. If anyone's interested in looking up Brie Larson doing a music video for a a Barbie movie, just look up Brie Larson Barbie song on YouTube. And there's a whole video of her singing one of the songs. And it's hysterical. She did work, dude. She did a lot of work when she was a young child actor. She has. So proud of her. Yeah, seriously. And we'll get to her when we get to like most likely to succeed in terms of like who I don't know it's there's so many options okay um but um yeah those are like the main leads of the movie um and uh I love so when I looked on the IMDb page I was scrolling through and I get to the very bottom of the page and I see reviews and the first Mm -hmm. one listed the title killed me because it said about what you'd expect (laughs) oh my god that's I was just thinking that all like of all the I guess they're called log lines. Of all the log mm-hmm. lines I've seen of Sleepover, they've all been pretty accurate and pretty, like, succinct and, like, witty for no reason. Just, like, <laughs> it was just... They they did those well. Yeah, whoever wrote those should have <laughs> revised the script a little bit, but... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's just... I feel like that's just such a staple. It's why some teen movies survive better than others, because they just mm-hmm. have a better, 
a control over the language of teenagers, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think about, like, movies like this in comparison to something like Clueless that's a little bit more campy and kind of mm. makes fun of high school a little bit more than this movie does. Right, right. Or something like 10 Things I Hate About You that takes it very seriously and is, like, extremely accurate. Like a drama, yeah. To high school. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. kind of like a teen drama. Um, stuff like that, yeah. It's I was fascinated by this movie that I was like, what is happening like I've literally so for every episode people hopefully who have been listening to a couple of episodes now I have a note counter for each episode because I write a shit ton of notes and so this movie came out to the grand total of 12 pages of notes wow yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I was committed I just didn't remember this movie I mean this in a loving way I didn't remember this movie being so awful Right. And yeah. And I watched it so many times as a kid. I was like, what the fuck? Because yes. Hello. Oh my God. It was good kid schlock, you know? It was good teen girl schlock, even though we were like, what is she, what is she saying about this guy? Like, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like middle, like high school movies about high school are made for middle schoolers. Mm, and yeah. Middle yeah, yeah. school, middle school movies are made for elementary school kids. Yeah. And that's I, actually a good chart. Yeah. And I think about being eight years old watching this movie and this is definitely what I thought middle school was gonna look like right (laughs) and now I'm like oh if I had done any of the shit they pulled in this movie my parents would have killed me I was thinking I was reflecting on that though like while I was watching the movie and I think that was probably part of the appeal like we as nine and eight year olds didn't were not able to do any of this stuff at all so we kind of just like looked up on these like badass ladies strolling through the the high school dance like whoa they yeah. got some power <laughs> yeah seriously also cannot believe oh my god we'll get to that just so many things i can't believe about this movie i'm gonna say that phrase way too many times for comfort um but anyway so now that we've gone over the stats uh let's just go ahead and get into the superlatives um so for those of you still tuning in um I, because most of these movies are about, like, middle school, high school age kids, obviously, talking about sleepover, um, I use yearbook superlatives to talk about the movie. Um, so, we're gonna go straight into the first category, and we're gonna go into best dynamic duo. And Mm. I wrote down a few options. Really? I just, I wanted to give it some variety, because I felt, I, like, try to give options so that we can, like, debate about it a little bit. So, the first thing I wrote exactly as I wrote it. Jules and Hannah, but Hannah should ditch Jules. Because Julie is just a terrible friend. I'll get into that yeah. in my in the notes section, but oh my god, the amount of times I wrote shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that took up like a line. That was yep. one single line, everybody. Shut up. <laughs> yep, just shut up. All caps, multiple exclamation points. Amazing. Yeah, so then, then the next dynamic duo, Yancey and Peter... Oh, that's a good one. So cute. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so cute. Oh my god, so good. Um, and then I wrote Jules and Steve. If we want to talk about like, if we want to throw in the weird rom com angle of it, (laughs) but yeah, I I agree. No. No. Here's the here's mine. Okay, so I obviously, I think obviously the easy choice would be Jules and Hannah. But you're right, Jules is kind of a bad friend. (laughs) Um. I put Stacy and Russell. <laughs> Wait, what? I put Stacy and Russell because listen, they teamed up together at the end of the movie. Are we allowed spoilers here? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, amazing. Okay, so at the end of the movie, like 
they kicked ass at that dance uh, contest. And then at the end of it, she wanted to see his coma picture. And, like, no one else in the movie had wanted to see his coma picture. So I was like, yo, honestly... You guys are you guys are cool. <laughs> I liked that, but also one of my notes. I'll just say it now since we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> At the very end of the movie, oh. the the credits started to scroll, and all of a sudden, this thought occurred to me, and I wrote it down. I wrote, "Wait, was I supposed to be happy for Russell dancing with Stacy? Because yeah, uh. it's like a nice moment, but also like she right. clearly probably never talks to him again because of her status. Yeah, totally. Which uh-huh. I was a little like, oh, well, that's lame. That's like some breakfast club bullshit where the popular girl, the princess, mm-hmm. is like, we're all never going to talk to each other again. Duh, look at us. And right. it's like, you just spent like a glorious day together and you're still not yeah. going to talk. Yeah. That's really shitty. Like, that's like... That's a great point. The, that's like the epitome of high school is connecting with people. Right. And then being like, but you're actually not my friend. And then ditching right. them. It's oh like, God. oh God. So yeah, I was a little... I kind of felt bad for Russell. Yeah, I I could totally see that. And and I think the saving grace in my brain is that, and I wrote this somewhere in this jumble of notes that I have, um, (laughs) that it was was a great, like, one-time adventure. Like, if that was a snapshot in my brain of how that, like, comic of this movie happened, then, yeah, I still say that was a great moment for him because he, like, at the end of the night, it was all over and he didn't exist anymore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy for her and that she like sticks it to her ex. Who's oh my god, so many, so many thoughts about him. Yikos. Total future uh, child rapist. Um, terrible. And I'm happy for her that she wins the contest and everything, and that they have that cute moment. But Mm. I'm also, it, it just felt a little shallow. I was like. If this actually, if there was a follow through for the two of them, I would dig it. But like, clearly there's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the entire movie was, is pretty much like scratching the surface. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, that's why I was just like, I take this at face value. You guys had a great time and you would never have connected like outside of this situation. So good for you. Yeah, exactly. And then the last couple that I wrote was the mom and dad because oh, yeah. sure, they're sure, adorable. Sure. They had they're great adorable. chemistry. I love the very end when she tries the water and she thinks right. it's great. Oh, that's it. I don't know what what's up with that, but that like touched a human like note. I wrote in my notes that um it was a good representation of like a healthy father-mother relationship. Like, yeah. That's pretty ideal. <laughs> yeah, they're actually like a really I feel like so many of these kids movies show really bad parenting. Right. Exactly. And, and also like bad parent relationships. Like a lot of these movies, you know, always feature a parent like getting a divorce or like right. splitting up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like how positive they are and that he like asks her if she had fun at the club. Yeah. Um, and and she says like, you know, you were missed and like right. that's just nice. So I'm just like that's cool, you know, that he like took the sacrifice of watching the kids for the party. Yeah, oh my god. That's and, a great duo, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, dude, like, you're good. But for me, um, I would have to say Yancey and Peter, just because, like, Peter is boy goals. Aw, yeah, like, he is. So cute. And she gets sh- shit on yeah, a oh lot in this movie. Like, a, a lot. lot, a lot. And yeah. it just makes me so fucking sad. It's pretty crazy. Like, it's it's kind of a weird double-edged sword for me because I'm, like, I'm happy that, you know, there is a model of this woman or, like, female type in the movie. And then on the other side of it, it's, like, 
it's really just not even shying away. It's like kind of like, here's what's going on. This is the teenage world of how this happens. So here you go. There's yeah. like no um, filter. <laughs> yeah, no, the insults thrown at her are like punches, right. like gut punches. I wrote all of them down because I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. The poor Yancey. And uh, yeah, just like so, I wish the movie had been about her. Like by the end of the movie, I was right. like, was I ever supposed to care about Julie? Like oh Yancey deserves her own deserves fucking movie, yeah. which I'm going to shout out the actress really quick. Um, Keely Flynn Childress. Um, just because she did an amazing job in this movie. Like, in terms of, like, kid performances, she kind of stole the movie for me. Really? And just, yeah, she was just so relatable. Like, I I wasn't overweight as a kid, but, like, I had a lot of bullying issues at school for other reasons. And watching this movie, I was like, yeah, people can be real fucking dicks. Right. And you just, like, want one person to be nice to you. Like, and then it just makes, like the world so much better difference yeah yeah um so yeah i say yancy and peter do you concur for those two were great um honestly just because i'm like yeah she deserved peter and that was a great ending for her storyline however short it was so yeah yancy and peter fucking win congratulations yancy and peter um now we move on to class clown did you i had a really hard time answering this one did you write anything down um, I mean, okay, listen, I don't know. I'm sure we mentioned this in the stats, but like Evan Peters was, this was the first exposure I've had to Evan Peters. Um, I'm sh- you guys probably know, know him from like, um, American Horror Story. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's he, so much more famous now. Like, yeah, oh my God, I can't crazy. even believe he's just featured in this movie. But I kid you not. Every time I think of that actor, I'm like, I know him from Sleepover. <laughs> yeah. And he actually had a phenomenal performance. I'm like, what the heck, dude? That's it was just such a fun, goofy time. Like what impresses me is that he gave a comedic performance like this of a really annoying middle school kid. Right. And yet managed to continue to have a successful career to now being exactly Evan Peters and like kind of a staple of our generation actors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just like good for him that he survived. Like doing a movie like this because so many of the actors did not just did not (laughs) (laughs) um i am shia labeouf now comes to mind you know like yes yeah kid actors that were like just going like a comedic route and then completely flipped the story on us and was like wait i can also do this stuff too so i just shout out to him for that movie i would love to tweet at him maybe i'll do it later just telling him that this is still my favorite role of his. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. We'll tag him in the post for this episode. Right. Just yeah. be like, hey, shout out. You were amazing in Sleepover. <laughs> um, for me, what I wrote down was either Ren the brother, um, Sam Huntington. Mm, right. Because yeah. his little, like, one-liners when he's first introduced in the movie kill me. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the moments where I genuinely laughed at like, with the movie instead of at the movie. Right. Oh, yes. Yay. And then I also wrote Class Cloud. If we're talking about laughing at the movie, I just wrote the whole movie. Because <laughs> I could not believe how extra this movie is. Like, it was... It's, yeah. it, it's almost perfectly written from the middle school perspective in that, like, the world is yeah. ending every second of exactly. every day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in, like, that lens of, of things, of writing, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see that. Like, I can kind of see how this is all terrible and catastrophic in Julie's mind, and she would use this kind of language. But at the same time, I'm just like, uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is... 
Well, she's just, oh God, she's so fucking annoying. I'm yeah. Like, it's she the just, writing too, yeah. Yeah, it's like, how am I supposed to, you know, it's funny, I, people recommend like certain movies or TV shows to me, and mm-hmm. I, sometimes I can't watch them because like, if a character, if the characters are too unlikable, I can't watch it. Right. I'm not like a hate watch person. Yeah. Like, I do not do that in my life. <laughs> and so, oh my re-watching this, I was like, did I watch this movie for her when I was a kid? Because, oh my god, worst teen role yeah, model possible. Yes, correct. She's a yeah. bad friend. She uh, doesn't know how to stand up for herself. Like, mm-hmm. she makes everything about herself. She's always throwing a pity party. Like, right, yeah, yeah. Oof, oof. It's, yeah, it's weird, because I guess I didn't really notice, obviously, when I was a kid. But also, yeah, now that I think about it, I didn't really watch it for her. I kind of watched it for, like, the adventure. Yes, yeah, you yeah. wanted to live the adventure. You didn't right. want to be her. You wanted, like, the experience. Yeah, oh, my God, thank goodness we clarified that because yeah. she's, <laughs> she's a little wonky. Yeah. Um. So now, so, Class Clown, who do you vote for? Man, I just, yeah, Russell was a great time for me. Most, I mean, mostly it was meta because I was just like, wow, Evan Peters is really giving this performance right now. But yeah. he, he was, aside from Ren, which is a great, a great runner up for me. Um, I thought he was the most, he was the funniest. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, <laughs> maybe I just knew too many stupid middle school boys, but he just like annoyed. <laughs> he rubbed you the wrong way, and that's yep. why I thought it was hilarious. He <laughs> nailed the head. Like he, I was like, wow. I will give him that. Yeah, he actually fully embodied the character. Right. I will give him that. Um, I'm just gonna give it to the whole movie because I, because <laughs> I could not stop laughing at how ridiculous it was, and I didn't remember that it was that ridiculous. Right. Um. And now we move on to Most Changed, which is officially being renamed the Where Are They Now superlative. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and so uh, a few actors, I listed a few options for Where Are They Now. Um, mm. Sarah Paxton, who was like mm. the queen for a while of right, teen right. movies, like her. playing the bitch in all of these movies, excluding Aquamarine, where she was right, actually yeah. for Wednesday Hero. Right. Um, played like the bitch in all these movies. Funny enough, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, worked with this director on Sydney White. Oh wow! So Interesting. yeah, oh, so she was the villain in that. Interesting. Yeah, so she, which actually I still use quotes from Sydney White of the. She has this calming ma- mantra that she uses, where she mm-hmm. goes Prada, Gucci, Chanel, oh my God. Armani, and I still do that sometimes when I'm feeling extra. <laughs> um, so Sarah Paxton, Sean Ferris, who plays Steve in this, the heartthrob. Um, yeah really he really like owned a couple of movies back then like mid-2000s as the heartthrob and then I remember his face yeah gone disappeared um and then I wrote I also wrote uh Alexa Penavega because she hasn't sure she was like a huge thing obviously spy kids I mean oh my god yeah she's kind of disappeared and then the one that like most for me, I'm sad that I don't see any work of hers, is Mika Borum, who plays yeah, Hannah, right? her friend. Oh, my God. She's great in this. She was super pretty. Like, great I loved her. presence. Great film presence. And just gone. I don't know a single other movie she's done. Me either. But she was, I kid you not, I was in love with her. I probably watched this movie for her. Yeah, totally. Was she was beautiful. And she gave a, she gave a very believable performance of, like, a... I am the leader of this duo, but I'm passing this on to you. Like, it was great. I it was like, was, yes, girl, get it. Although I did make a note that, like, they had a weird friendship on both ends because I was like, she calls her 
like um hannah calls kid uh jules kiddo at one point yeah, which right. i was like who has a best friend in middle school that they like talk oh my god it's the writing she probably to. thought we used that language <laughs> i guess and i was just like i don't think i had any friends who like I talked down to like Jesus right. that's just awkward like how do you be yeah. best friends with someone that you're like oh it's okay kiddo like what yeah um it's just something we never use <laughs> yeah so like yeah weird but she was great in the movie otherwise um despite the writing like she is right exactly. so good and in the end one of my last notes in the movie is like um could the movie have been about Hannah because she's way more interesting yeah, my God. and she's moving out of the country I would have loved that. I want. I wanted a sequel. I wish we had a sequel of Hannah's journey in Canada, <laughs> because where is Vancouver anyway? <laughs> I love that. I wrote that down as one of my favorite yeah, lines. Exactly. Um. But yeah. So for me, like so many, so many potentials. But Mika Borum, I really wish we had more work mm. from her. I wish she had been the star of her own. Honestly, I'm gonna have to agree. Yeah, Mika Borum. Of where like, because I'm sure she could have made a depth. Of, uh, of film like choices you know oh yeah she man I wonder where she is now but I, I feel like girl. I feel like what ended up and this is not her fault this is Hollywood's fault I feel like what ended up probably hurting her was she was so mature for her age right and she probably couldn't play like these like 20 something roles yet yeah 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 because they like people wouldn't because she was doing middle school roles like how do you make that like right. huge jump I feel like it's no more common now with actors like Zendaya who go uh, from doing a Disney Channel series to then starring in Spider-Man yes. to then doing Euphoria. Correct. Like correct. all at the same time, like huge career jumps now where if you're a versatile enough actor, you get the work. Right. Exactly. But I feel like back in like early 2000s, that yeah, was we not a thing. <laughs> yeah. You had to like grow into the roles. And then right. when women hit 30, there's like nothing for them in Hollywood yeah, anymore. So they were like 50 and could Aww. play moms. Um, or they're playing a good one though. Yeah. So Mika Borum, congratulations. Where yeah. are they now? Um, <laughs> and then we move on to most likely to succeed, which this one is hard for me because I'm like, oh my God, now that I know who all of these people Literally are, everyone star studded cast, everybody. Yeah. So I wrote, I wrote just four cause I was just like, let's try to keep it simple. Uh-huh. But Jane Lynch, Steve Carell, Brie Larson and Evan Peters. I was like, what I mean, yeah. the fuck? They're top. I mean, if we're ju- if we're thinking about longevity, I mean, obviously, I was this like Jane Lynch's and Steve Carell's like first big movie. I, I really didn't look into it. Um, I mean, Jane Lynch at this point had already done Best in Show. Right, she's done a bunch of things. Probably. Yeah, she she had done a few mockumentaries that were big hits. Um, yeah, that were like classic comedies in the very early two thousands or late nineteen nineties. Um. Steve Carell, I'm not as sure if this might have been. Mm. Because this is before The Office. Right, way before The Office. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like he's been in a couple of things. I, I mean, quite honestly, this was probably his jumping off point. Um, I mean, but... he, and he's also, but I also noticed that he's like barely in the movie. So I'm like, I wonder if he squeezed this in amongst like other work. Sure, maybe. That's he... plausible. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure in terms of his career mm. timeline. Where this is. Yeah. What I didn't this really did look for him. Depth, I feel like this helped. I feel like this introduced him to the family audience where like mm. he'd done a lot more. I feel like probably adult humor with sure. UCB and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, And then 
going into this, this is where probably like, didn't he do a movie? Was it like Evan Almighty? He played like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan Almighty. That was after Bruce Almighty, which yes. is another great schlocky film. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> this Evan Almighty probably came out. Huh. Like right before The Office got big, I think. I think so. I mean, it had to have come out. It definitely came out after this movie is yes, definitely. what I'm hoping is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remember this timeline in my brain. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like this probably, this movie might have introduced him to the the kid audience. Yeah, Evan Almighty Fair, was 2007. Yeah. So this nice. probably oh, introduced okay. him to like a kid audience um, so that he could do family movies. And then, interesting. Hmm. but then The Office, I think, ended up just taking over his life. And now he does dramatic roles, right. which he's fucking amazing at. Right. Um, I'm and so then, proud of you, sweetie. Yeah. And then there's, but what's funny is Brie Larson. So we have Brie Larson and Evan Peters. And then, but Brie right. Larson, I feel like has to go to her because she actually has a fucking Oscar. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, like, honestly, she can, was the number one that I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. She can literally pick any project that she wants now. Right. Like she's an, an Oscar winner. But um, like, have you seen her like smaller dramatic roles? I saw Room. Like, I saw what she yeah, won okay, great. for. Yeah, yeah. Which, oof, like yes, heavy. Yeah, like yikes. Because even the book, uh, the Room book, is written from the perspective of the child. So, yes. Um, which is the focus of the movie too. Right. The, right, the movie right. takes that perspective too, which is why her performance is so stunning. Yes, that's because right. mm-hmm. through his lens, so she has to show enough of her decline into do you do you care if I spoil? Oh no, her? yeah. Um, you have to see her decline enough that when she commits sui- when she attempts suicide, mm-hmm. you n- know that it's coming without him understanding. Right. Yes. Exactly. Like the audience right, knows. Brilliant. If you haven't seen this movie, I'm sorry. We just spoiled it for you, but yeah, it's <laughs> kind of. Watch it. <laughs> I feel like that's like a natural conclusion, though, sure, to that storyline. Sure. If you didn't guess that she would attempt suicide. You're kidding yourself because <laughs> but, look at what she went through. Um, like she was, she was in this movie, you guys. That yeah. dramatic actor that won that Oscar is in this sleepover movie, and like a cunt in this movie. Like, oh yeah, my god, like plastic. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This actually, you know, what's funny is maybe that's why this movie is so harsh because uh, Mean Girls has come out the year before. Was it the year before? Yeah, because Mean Girls is 2003. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, girl, you just funked up my timelines right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I feel like. So, okay, my brain is breaking right now. <laughs> and I think that's. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like that's maybe why this movie is so harsh sometimes, is because of it Mean was Girls. trying to be in that there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because it saw how wow. successful Mean Girls was. And it was like, oh, okay, so that's how kids talk to each other. But like, Mean right. Girls is like, yes, it's true, but also kind of exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Yes, but like definitely. also true. I don't know. Um, that's a very fair point. Huh? I that's that's crazy. I feel like that kind of changes this entire movie for me. I don't know why I didn't realize that Mean Girls was the year before. That's crazy. Mean Girls came out in two thousand three. Yeah, and it makes sense why this movie has so many adult themes because right. it was trying to live up to it was the a precedence. Yeah, yeah. Like Mean Girls had a shit ton. I mean, Mean Girls I think was PG thirteen. This is PG. So, right, like, yes. they were but trying to... It's like this watered-down version, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's, like, trying to still maybe reach some of the Mean Girls audience or some of the audience that's still too young to watch Mean Girls. Like, I right. was... I didn't watch Mean Girls till I was maybe 13 or 14. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I was allowed to see Sleepover. 
So You know what? Maybe that's part of the reason why the writing is so weird because she's trying to encapsulate like preteens but also the Mean Girls era generation of like teen writing and that's mm-hmm. why it's kind of all over the place. I would get that. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so most likely to succeed, I think Brie Larson. Yeah. Coming out on top. Larson, yeah. yeah. Now we move on to most iconic, which is purposely vague because I feel like that res- resonates for people differently. Sure. Um and it's just like fun. Do you have like a list of things you wrote for most iconic? Um I pretty much just tried to narrow it down to my number 1. Ooh, um, okay. Who is Hannah? Yes, because, Hannah. Yeah. I mean, we we spoke about the performance like A+ plus all around. Uh and yeah, she was just beautiful her her like style and she just knew how to carry herself as a preteen. As as a younger girl, I was like, "Yo, I want to carry myself like Hannah." Yeah. And I think a younger me would just be like, "Yeah, Hannah's most iconic." <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I wrote a few options. I'm just going to list them off. Yeah. Um, most iconic. So scavenger hunts. I miss, Ah. I wish that was still like an adult thing. I need to do that when COVID's like not a thing. Right. You could totally do that. I want to get a bunch of friends together and do a a New York city scavenger hunt. That That would be so much fun. Yeah. Um, cause that's like what I, that's the sell of this movie is that it is a scavenger hunt. Exactly. Exactly. So I give that movie like this movie credit for like bringing back scavenger hunts or just like making it fun um and then um I wrote fun clubbing like not (laughs) fun clubbing like having enough (laughs) having enough room on a dance floor to dance and nobody yeah falling on top of you and like Mm -hmm. good music most iconic (laughs) amazing (laughs) yeah um the red dress I didn't realize how much I remember the red dress until I saw this movie and I was like I always wanted that dress like that's been my style icon for me when I was a little kid I was like I need to wear that dress and then what's funny is I always wore I almost always wore dresses that were like way too old for my age (laughs) that's great that's a good which now makes a lot of sense why because of this movie (laughs) um I the dance sequence like the dance competition and everything I was like yes yeah that is iconic like the song the bad dancing the fun group dancing like all them having a good time snapshots of them just like shaking their hair yes yeah so good um I wrote Peter with a heart because Peter Peter. (laughs) boy goals like iconic yep oh my god I watched this watching this movie again I was like wow I should have been more well adjusted to boys and I just wasn't I took Peter for granted when I was a kid yeah, right? You were just like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I did not give nice boys enough credit. <laughs> Peter. Um, sure. I wrote The Crown. I wanted that crown so wow. badly when I was a kid. It was That's so pretty. A good one. It was so pretty. And the a rainbow. God, oh my God, crown. no, I just thought of one though. Yo, the, go. The Polaroid snapshot cameras. Yes. Oh Whoa. my God. What? I'm literally, I'm staring at my Instax mini oh camera my, right in yeah, front of me yeah. right now. And I'm like, oh man. Like Those were great. They were like little, like stick. I mean, what are they called? I don't even know what they're They called. literally look like a lipstick tube. It was like yeah. so tiny. I was like, how is that a camera? Like what? It was so those cute. Need to come back. All right. If anyone is listening, innovators, let's bring those back. Yes, please. We already have all the other Polaroid cameras. Bring exactly. back the tiny little guys. Um, we can put on our keychain. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wrote, so this one I think actually should probably go to Mean Girls. I wrote most iconic fountains. But then I think of the Mean Girls sequence when they're at the uh, the watering hole, quote unquote. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. was like, but then that's funny 
because now that I just mentioned that Mean Girls came out the year before, yes, it makes sense. Connection, yeah, that they brought back this. This writer must have watched Mean Girls and been like, okay, let's figure out this. Yeah. Oh, so sorry to the writer of this. We're like, oh my god, we love you, whatever. girl. Yeah. You're a big part of our childhood. Yeah, seriously, you you wrote an iconic movie, yeah. so we'll, we give you credit for that. And then the last thing I wrote, just because, uh, just because I'm a dork, ladybugs. I was like, oh, ladybugs. I want a ladybug party. I thought that was adorable, not appropriate for going into high school, but right. I want a, a an adult ladybug party. Oh, I think that's adorable. <laughs> like so cute who doesn't love ladybugs let's do it um but so yeah those are my most iconic uh and we don't even yeah I just this movie oh my god so many things so many things but that's Uh, what's great about is it it's like exactly our time capsule like that was exactly the era that we lived in I will I will give the movie credit that it really caters to so many different people Mm -hmm. like this is a movie I think I could have watched with my mom dad my sister and I, like all of us together, right. and we all would have gotten something out of it. Yeah, and I do, I do give the movie credit for that. That like it really, I do think it is a pretty good uh, family movie. Um, now we move into best dressed, um, which I wrote two options: mm-hmm. Hannah and Jules. Interesting. Jules mostly because of that red dress. I right, mean, the red dress. Yeah, everything I really else tried she hard not to. Yeah, everything else she wears is sucks, but that red dress is like, which technically was her mom's, and then they right. trashed. Which also, she probably would have, like, unless her mom still wears that, like, she's gonna get in trouble for that. Like, I was wondering, I was like, uh, so you just ripped up your mother's dress? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I was like, is that supposed to be a hand me down that your mom gave you, and you now have like, yeah, I, I didn't make that clear, um, but I thought it looked like her mom's closet that. Yeah. So I don't know. And then Hannah, though, I love her outfit throughout the whole movie, throughout the sleepover. It's like that little tank top. So cute. Top strappy. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. And I really tried hard not to do the red dress. And I really tried hard not to do Hannah because, of course, honestly, she's my girl. But (laughs) I did pick Farah because she technically is the quote unquote fashionable one of the group. Um, She, She, that is true. That yeah. is true. She was, like, modeled as that girl of the group. The, like, oh, I can make this into a really cute outfit. Um, but she she got some style going on. She had the plaid pants and, like, the plaid blazer with the little, like, fun flower pin on it. Yes. Oh, my um, God. I did I love like, her hair. Yeah. I could totally see myself doing this kind of look if I was my age in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. I, I was jealous of her hair. I always yeah, wanted, right? like, more red even like orange hair, I was just like, please, like yeah, bring it on. Hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which now I don't know if you looked up a picture of her researching this. She is, she's gorgeous. Yeah, like she's holy beautiful. shit, her IMD pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll shout out the actress's name. Um, Scout Taylor Compton. Yes. Go Farah. But yeah, she. I have some notes on her character actually. Later, we'll get to. Nice. Um, I'll give it to Farah. I'm down for that. Right. Yeah, she nice. and she makes the red dress, so good for her. Yeah, best yeah, dress. Farah. <laughs> um, best quote. Okay, so this we can go Ooh. through our notes for best quote. Um, I have, <laughs> I have a number of really dumb ones written down. Um, <laughs> do you want to go first? Do you want to read yours first? Um, okay. So listen, I took this as like best quote, like the most meaningful that I could find in this film, and I really. 
that was the last question I filled out because I was just like, huh, <laughs> yeah. what what really meant a lot to me in this film? And I tried hard, Lauren. I really did. <laughs> um, and I have to. The first one is, of course, at the end of the movie when Julie's talking to her mom and uh-huh. her mom says something about, uh, I guess I missed the part when we crossed the bridge from childhood to... From, like, ladybugs to sleepovers to boys, or something. Yeah, 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 to boys, something to boys, like to boys, to boys, yeah. And uh, Julie's character says, I think I'm still on that bridge. And I was like, oh, that's pretty deep. Yeah, <laughs> that was actually really cute. It was a good <laughs> moment. It was kind of like a... It was a good way to write how not an eight or nine year old maybe, but like an actual like 14 or 15 year old that's more aware of themselves would could have a conversation with their parents. I thought that was uh, kind of clever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the second one was just because the delivery and the take on this one word was just prime time. Uh, I wrote down um, while they're on the phone, in Julie's room, Hannah or who, Brie Larson's character says pleathers. <gasps> and Hannah's, Hannah goes <laughs> posers. And I was like, oh, girl, you let oh my them God. know. And that, that was like, yeah, one of my best quotes. <laughs> Which I think I forgot to look up. What does pleathers even mean? Pleathers is uh, faux leathers, faux leather, like uh, another way to say faux leather. But like, yeah, it's. But like, is that really an insult? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. It's like, your weird. your leather's not real. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this Google thing. I guess I guess it's just like not like I don't know. That's just weird. I did love. I actually did write pleathers um posers down too. Oh my because God, amazing iconic. because that delivery was yeah freaking iconic, dude. She yeah. nailed that take. I hope that was a one take because she nailed it. <laughs> and it's moments like that that make me hate Julie because Hannah's such a cool friend that she right? is like repping for the group, being the coolest badass bitch yeah, at yeah. fourteen. She's like, mom, mom, and she's like, and right after that moment when they get off the phone and they like are agreed to the scavenger hunt. Julie just turns to Hannah and goes, I blame you. I know. Like, what a like, bitch. What? I literally yeah. wrote, like, I blame you. And then I just wrote in all caps, bitch. <laughs> like, how dare you? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the drama, though. Yeah. She- okay, look. <sighs> Urban Dictionary says pleather means imitation leather or plastic leather. So it's an insult. Like, your leather's not real. You're plastic leather. So pleather. <laughs> That's such a lame... <laughs> there are so many... thousands insults. Yeah, there's so many other good burns in this movie. Like, I yeah. like the pleathers posers for the alliteration, right. but I'm also like, oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm <not> ready. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Um, okay, so I have a few written down because I couldn't help myself. This movie was oh God, just too I'm much. Excited. So I already mentioned this one, but I said, I wrote down, where is Vancouver anyway? Because <laughs> like, wow. Yes. Poor Canadians. Poor, yeah. Um, Julie. Yeah, Julie. Oh, God. Most of my quotes are her because I'm just like rolling my eyes so Alrighty. hard. They fall, they fell out of my head like 10 minutes into the movie. Um, the next one I wrote, the whole thing, I wrote, do you know what happens to girls who start high school with oh, no best God. friend, no guy, and low social standing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing ever happens to them. <laughs> I'm literally watching her face as you say this. That's so funny. See, they all put on these weird, maybe because they were probably older than like the age group they were trying to play, but they all right. put on these weird like teen voices in this yes, movie. Yeah. 
like, oh my god, like, which is also kind of a Mean Girls thing, like, right. Amanda Seyfried and Seyfried, Seyfried, and a couple other girls in the movie kind of used accents, right. too, so, like, maybe that was just fine, a thing. Yeah. Another Julie quote, life is so predictable, it kills me. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember that. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, and then this is why I said Ren earlier killed me, because his first line is, someone stole my bike. <laughs> He said it. The delivery of it was amazing. He's, he was great. We did not deserve him in this film, but he was great. So good. Oh, also another Jules thing when she sees Steve, the, his introduction in the movie, and she goes, <gasps> he is so flush. I'm like, flush? I actually what? wrote this down. I actually wrote this down because I at first thought she said, Steve is so plush. And I was like, oh, we need to bring that back right now. That sounds like an awesome compliment. Like, what the fuck? And then, in like, I went back and I was like, wait, what did she actually say? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I've never heard anyone say flush before, but I guess it's a term for, like, you know, expensive or, like, luxurious, I guess. I guess. Clearly, our, I thought flush was, like, hot. Like, it gives you a flush. Just oh looking God, at it him. It could totally be that way, too. It could be taken many different ways. But it was definitely written by an adult. Like, that's yeah. not something a kid says. Um, another yeah, one that like she what? says that's so weird is, for the love of carbs. Oh, my <laughs> God. wait. I thought that was hilarious. That that sounds like something I would say. Like, for the love of carbs. Like, that's hilarious. I love, I was like, clearly her family doesn't approve of cursing. And she had to come up with an alternative. And she with, picked yeah, exactly. carbs instead of crap. It's so random. Um, I also wrote another Ren line college everyone was so serious <laughs> which i also wrote what college did you go to oh like what college has only serious kids look like a college boy oh no not at all <laughs> i was just like what college has only serious kids like but i'm also one to talk i went to the number one party school in the country so <laughs> shout out go. to syracuse yeah. university uh i knew no <laughs> serious people in college <laughs> um good for you <laughs> another line <laughs> that jules screams about the log she writes she says um i am blooming that's just, yes. That's oh, like a I, that weird puberty joke. Stand up. That me. was like, which is funny because in like I don't know any Filipino listeners, um, some some use the term blooming like to describe like pre- teenage girls, and I've never used That's an so actual weird. teenage girl use like I've never sorry I've never heard a teenage girl actually use that to describe themselves. Yeah, I've always used it as like my aunt saying, "Oh, you're blooming," and I'm like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's it's confusing. I'm just like, what? Um, then I wrote when the girl asked for anchovies, Farah asked for anchovies, and she goes, "That is so rank." <laughs> rank, yes. Just, I've used that a couple of times. I'm sure as a kid, that's so rank. Yeah. <laughs> This next one is, uh, this is why I wish Steve Carell had been in the movie more because he killed this moment when he goes, uh, when they were like, what happened to Chuck? And he goes, Chuck had a breakdown. Chuck was weak. <laughs> I died. I was like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck great. had a he breakdown. Poor Chuck. Let's have a movie about Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Spin off. Um, also, Jules casually quotes uh, Shakespeare and goes, my kingdom for a lock. And I was like, that's what she says. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, look at you. Um, Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, there's a weird, a weird thing that the DJ says when he's talking about Jane Lynch and he calls her older babage. And I was like, what? (laughs) Shaking that booty. Yeah. He says exactly that in that order. (laughs) So gross. I was like, uh, okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this line, uh, this was the only moment in the movie where I was like, oh, Hannah, when she said, you are Julie, great knees, powerful brain. <laughs> that, okay, see, I took this as schlock value and I thought that was hilarious. I, I would was just love so to be confused. able to say that to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I was just great so knees, confused. powerful brain. Yeah, I was like, why, what? What? Like, I could, yeah, if I were just, like, if, if I were drunk somewhere and my best friend was like, yo, I'm going to go talk to this guy, I'd be like, yeah, you got great knees and a powerful brain. Go for it. Like, that's <laughs> hilarious. Also, that's some adult humor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I didn't understand the great knees, where that was referring to. Was I was like, is that referring to her skateboarding? Does she actually think she has great knees? She has great knees. I think it's probably a mixture of both. I have a theory that she's got, like, great balance or, like, cat-like skills where she can just kind of bounce on her knees yeah um, but also she probably has great knees I didn't look too closely at them but I'm sure Alexa Pinavega has wonderful knees yeah I guess but also like is that a defining thing now like I know that was, was like a thing the in the 1920s <laughs> but is that still a thing great knees I don't know that's why I thought it w- it had to have been like a joke of the writing because I was it like, must have been no yeah. way that they are serious maybe now. that was like an on-set thing that, right, like, yeah. <laughs> Mika Borum just, like, casually uh, improved. Yes, exactly. Um, and then I didn't write the whole speech down, but <laughs> for Jules' speech to that poor girl giving out tickets L- or collecting L- tickets, L- I wrote down a few of the lines where she, the first line starting it, I know who you are. Yeah. Right. And I was, like, re-watching it, I was, like, this makes no sense what's about to happen. Right. And then her burn, I wrote, like, I wrote the line and then I wrote, bitch, when she says, you play way too much Monopoly with your parents. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> and then the last one where she's just like, and if you don't let me into this dance, I will be you. I will be right. you in yeah. four years. I was like, fucking asshole. Like, Hilarious. that girl had no reason to let you in. In yeah, reality, no. she would have been so offended and would have never let you in. Right. But of course, in this uh, wonder world of one night only. Yeah. She gets let in. Yeah. So confusing. Um, <laughs> I was also confused by the middle schoolers' comments about the dance that they were like, they don't even wear, let us wear shoes at our yeah, dance. Yeah, that was hilarious. You, you see, though, like, they had, this had to have been meta because they put so many of these random lines in that, yeah. like, nobody would understand unless you had some weird, dry sense of humor. And you were yeah. just like, they didn't even let us have shoes at art. Like, what? And then the warm, they, they serve warm Kool-Aid. I'm like. I laughed. Nobody wants the warm Kool-Aid. Like, oh, God. Um, I also love when they start playing the song and they say, like, it was asked, like, to be performed. And they're like, from the the speaker moving guy. I was like, Peter. (laughs) This is a funny way to call him. From the speaker moving guy. Okay. And then my next, I have a couple more quotes. So then this is my favorite that I actually still remembered from the movie years later. Yeah. That this one wins it for me in terms of best quote. When she asked Peter if she, he likes brownies, and he says, brownies are a very important food group. Yes. And I was like, oh, yes. you just that was important. won. Yeah. Yes. I was like, you won the movie, Peter. That was some important like, stuff. Oh, so good. And then the, the one moment Julie actually made me laugh was when Steve is on stage asking for her, Julie Corky, and she goes, and like Hannah's like, Julie, he said your name. And she's like, Wait, that was real? Yeah. That was actually funny. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, good for you, Julie. You made me laugh right at the end of the movie. Right at the end of the movie, yeah. Um, And then the last one that I had, because Brie Larson just being a bitch in this movie, 
when <laughs> they're talking about having to eat at the bad lunch table. Yeah. And she goes, yes. I cannot eat on unmentionables. I was like, that was great. I was like, yeah. you have to do some real shit movies till you, till you get oh the Oscar. God. Enunciation was on a point, though. She got that line out. Yeah, unmentionables. Not an easy word to eat say. Eat on unmentionables. Yeah. And she got it. <laughs> eat on unmentionables. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are my quotes. But the one that stands out for me is the brownie. I was just like, oh, the brownie. So good. The brownie. Yeah, that was that's a good runner up for me, too. I also really like. I mean, it just has to be posers. Like, that was such great <laughs> delivery. Leathers. <laughs> posers so good that is so good um and then finally we have the last category or the last superlative which is best all around um and for me Mm. it's a tie between hannah and peter because hannah is like the ultimate best friend and he's like the ultimate boyfriend honestly huh now that i'm now that i'm thinking about it i kind of want to say I kind of want to say either Ren or the dad. Oh, because okay, why? Well, okay, so, like, Ren has just been a homie this, this entire time. I mean, mm-hmm. he was kind of weird and lazy at the beginning, but he really held it down at the fort. Um, and when things got dire, he was like, I got you. Um, so, he, yeah, I think he really, and he's funny. He's got, like, a decent brain on his shoulders. Like, I thought he was great. And the dad was just... While he was kind of incompetent at times, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was just a good friend to be around in the movie. Like he was just a good like stock person to have. <laughs> That's such yeah. a weird like reason to be best all around. But he was just a good like anchor for the movie. I feel like he we is. knew the dad was gonna be the dad. <laughs> yes, exactly, and he was very relatable in the movie. Like he mm-hmm. really, yeah, you really connect to him. Um, He's human. Yeah, he's like. He plays dad really well. Some of these movies go over the top with their dad roles. Right. And he's like in every dad. Like I feel yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Everybody who you watches the movie like, oh is yeah, like, that's a dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my dad's behaved like that for sure. Right. Um, I do like when he's like banging on the ceiling and the and, and he the, ends up causing a second a hole. hole. Yeah. So that's good. Great. That's um, such a good dad moment. So good. Yeah. He's sweet. Um, yeah. Okay. I totally see that. Nice. Um. Okay, and now quick curveball before we move on. So my curveball for each episode is did you have a crush on any of these characters when you were a kid? Yes, it was it was Hannah. We all know this. Yeah, yeah. she was a babe. <laughs> she was so pretty. So I mean, they were pretty. all beautiful people, but like she was ethereal. Like I don't she's, know how to describe it. She's like the early version of a cool girl. Yeah, oh my god, like, if she had grown up, I would not have been surprised if she had gone on to do, like, Angelina Jolie-type, like, roles. Ooh, that would have been cool. Yeah, but I guess she hasn't, so. Fingers crossed, it could still happen. Yeah, (laughs) who knows? That's actually, that's happened a lot lately, is people coming back from their childhood star roles, and they're actually, like, making it again, and I'm like, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm you guys. I liked them when they were kids, I, we can like them now. Right. (laughs) Um, for me, I totally see the Hannah angle, and I, it's funny, because I didn't know I was bi for so many years, and so some of these girl crushes, back then, I used to think, like, I wanted to, like, be friends with them, and now I'm like, nah, I kind of had a crush on them. (laughs) yeah, yeah, but it was... She's definitely that for me. Because you just wanted to stare at her. You were just like, oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She would just, like, she gives her the brownie and celery speech, and you're like, wow, you're so smart. You were like, yo, that's dope. (laughs) Yeah, 
so real. Um, but I also wrote Steve and Peter. Steve for his looks, Peter for his personality. Like, yeah, Steve is sure. definitely a heartthrob, but like Peter's just like so nice. Oh He's my god, boy. nice boys win. <laughs> um, now we go into the I have some notes uh, section where oh boy we can talk about all kinds of notes that we have from the movie. Um, do you want to start us off? You want to go ahead? Um, sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of notes, but again, like I, as someone who does hate watch movies, cause I'm weird like that. <laughs> um, I definitely like accepted at the beginning. I was like, okay, so this is going to be a schlocky film and mm-hmm. I'm going to just be okay with whatever they throw at me for the sake of this t- hour and a half. Um, and it was just, like, you know, the overly cheesy thing. So, like, yeah, the dialogue was a little over the top. I would have definitely just, you know, maybe hung out with a teenager or two before I wrote the film. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. She probably, I wonder if she didn't have kids. Maybe, I mean, uh, Because sometimes, because, like, I feel like she had a good hand on her shoulders about the parent relationship. Sure, sure, So sure. maybe she had, like, young kids, but not, like, yeah, middle school age yet. You, she didn't know, like intimately what that language sounded like so um but i mean like okay so you know i totally didn't need the freeze frame (gasps) scene i wrote that too that scene is so lame it's so like i understand it was just a good time and like you had the excuse to play that freeze frame freeze for that song yeah but yeah it was just very like even as a child i was like he had to have known that these are real people in exactly. the mirror, in the window, and like is not at all fooled by this, but he's just completely oblivious. Yeah, <laughs> the whole time. So, um, yeah, I didn't need that. I get, it, I get that it was a fun time. Um, oh my god, just like random little moments. Like, oh my god, at the end, what bothered me the most? Uh, like, even though I had accepted the schlock filter. Uh, I was at the end when, you know, Steve shows up with the crown at Julie's house. And I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't Julie take that crown with her? No, but she dropped it like Cinderella. Oh, she dropped it. She, oh, okay. I was like, when, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I think she was holding it when accidentally. Oh, she, she drops it on it? the ground out of the car somehow. Oh, I see. Okay. And then. Um, Steve Carell rides over it. What doesn't make sense is how did Steve get it back? Yes, exactly. So I'm just confused as to how Steve has the crown. So we're good. It's like (laughs) cute. It's a nice moment, but it's like, um, we missed a few steps. Also, how did you find out her address? Like how, is it really that easy? I I mean, mean, it is. It seems like a probably suburb area back when Yellow Pages was still a thing. He probably sure, looked up sure, her last sure. name and found her address in Yellow Pages because people had house phones. Fine. Fine. You can't really do that anymore. And nobody, <laughs> no one of the house noticed that this guy was climbing up the treehouse. Like, I don't know. Well, just nobody noticed her climbing like, out the night before. I'm not surprised true. they didn't notice him cl- climbing in. That's very true. <laughs> Everybody's so oblivious oh in this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's great. It's all It's all for the sake of the, the goof, you know? Oh, <laughs> All for the sake of the goof, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, other notes would just, yeah. Honestly, a lot of these notes are just like in terms of the dialogue, like the way she talks about Steve sometimes, or like the idea that, oh my God, when they're they're outside of the room and they're about to agree to this whole scavenger hunt, when Hannah says, 
what do you want? <laughs> what do you really want? Yeah. <laughs> and all like, she asks she for is a realsies. boy. Yeah, she just says Steve, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I'm like, it's kind of sad. Be. I mean, technically, she probably would have said her friend staying and not moving yes, away. Yes, exactly. And I was also like, oh, that's not a good female role model thing of like saying the only thing you want yeah. in the world is a boy. I was He's like, yikes. Boy. That's, oh, God. And I and then what's sad is like I watched this movie so many times and that was definitely me for like six years of my life was all I wanted right. was a boy. And I'm like, but, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because, I mean, yeah, to a degree, that's true. Like the way she wrote this was yeah, I could see a teenage girl's brain being like, oh, my God, yeah, Steve is the only thing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's definitely a teenage thing. I, I actually, I like, that is legit. That is <laughs> legit. Sad, yeah, that checks out. But legit. Yeah. Any um, other notes? Oh, my God. They kind of just come up as we go. So yeah. if you have notes, go yeah, for sure. it. Yeah, um, sure. I'm going to, again, like I said, I have 12 pages of notes. So <laughs> I'm going to narrow down as we go. Because sure, there are sure. a lot of things we've already talked about. Yeah. Um. The bullying that Yancey experiences is yep. fucked in this movie. Like her, so Brie Larson's character, when she says to her in the very beginning of the movie, within like the first two minutes, she says, um, um, you know, my dad's a lawyer. And she's like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, he could help you sue the diet pill company for non-performance. Yeah, who, what teenager says that? Like, yeah. what? One, no teenager makes a burn that awful. Right. And, and also, two, that's like, terrible. that's horrible. Like, Jesus Christ, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> they um, really were just like, here. <laughs> yeah, and the, so the combination of that, and then when she, Yancey says later, they made her stand on a scale in the yeah. and gym to, like, show how fat she was. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was a little what extra. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, these girls, like, this is some carry bullshit. Like, they... This is some, yeah, this is some carry bullshit, which like, is, like, the tone was a little confused in that way. Yes. Um, well, that's what what confuses me is she's experiencing this extreme bullying, and then the movie's not about her. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, weird not, to me that like she that she's going through this experience, and like it's not like I feel like nowadays that actually is now the movie that's being made. Sure, of course, is that girl is the one who's the lead of the movie. You look at like Dumplin' on Netflix, mm-hmm. and like that's like the thing now. Yeah. Um. I love. There's a music cue in this movie that's hilarious when Steve first enters. And the song, it's the the lyric just goes, "What are you doing the yeah. rest of your life?" It's and such a I weird. died. I was like, "This is why teen movies from the two thousands are on another level. They're on another level because of the music moment. and the idea that what like what he was skating over the fountain, like it was, which is slow-mo. also impossible yeah. to do. He definitely did do like, that. Damn, Ferris, Ferris, right? Sean Ferris." Yeah, Sean Ferris, yeah. I was like, damn, do you actually... I hope he actually skates, and that's how he got the part. I hope that that's how he got I the part. I doubt it. A boy that pretty would have probably fucked up his face sure, long yeah, ago. Sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> From falling. So, yeah. Um, what are you doing with the... What? Yeah. <laughs> From nowhere. Another shitty Julie moment I wrote was when she's so mad that, like, he walks past them, doesn't notice her, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm, like, invisible. I was like, he's a high schooler, you're a middle schooler. What do you expect? Right, yeah. Well, he like, has I no idea about your existence like yeah i was like i would hope a middle school a uh, high schooler doesn't know who you are yeah. that's not okay and then of right. course we get into that later in the movie um uh stacy's boyfriend is yes yikes. Oh, yikes big yikes yeah did not like yeah um i also wrote i thought it was a really fucked up punishment that like if she fucked up the sleepover she couldn't go to hawaii with them 
Yeah, that I was, was like crazy. That's me- really messed up. Like that's crazy. What the hell? Um, also, the idea that they were making fried Twinkies. I thought Twinkies are already fried. Isn't that like the outside? Uh, yeah. I guess maybe they wanted a crunchy fry. I it guess. looked like little like crunchy Twinkies like, that they pulling out of that deep fryer. How do you refry a Twinkie? I also <laughs> just thought that was so gross. Oh my god. Yeah, right. Like who was uh, actually Heart Attack Central? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this movie definitely inspired Euphoria makeup <laughs> because this movie does so many weird makeup looks during the yeah. sleepover sequence. Oh my god, which was on- okay. If we're going back to iconic, I thought that sequence itself was iconic. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the painting of the nails, like the moving uh, snapshots on the screen, just like up and down. And like, oh my god, yes, really specifically the way they edited it for me is what makes yeah. it iconic. <laughs> like nineties to early two thousands, like that was our look. <laughs> yeah. I also wrote down freezing a bra as a prank is just weird. I've ne- yeah, I've never ever done that. I don't understand, but I guess. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I also wrote down so you know, it, it leads to the gag later that the dog and and Ren have to eat all the pizzas. Yeah. But for four girls to order five pizzas <laughs> and two of them for no reason at all have pineapple and barbecue on it? Yes. Like, I'm an okay with pineapple on pizza person. Thank you. But with but barbecue, <laughs> why the fuck? And, yeah, I that was know. just... Also, somebody asking for anchovies is, one, such a cliche, and two, nobody wants anchovies Nobody on actually wanted anchovies. Yeah, nobody yeah. They ever. wasted a whole pie. How terrible. Yeah. Also, a weird um, sleepover thing. Website vandalism? Was that a thing in the 2000s? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I don't I assume I didn't it even was recognize the website. If it had been MySpace, nah. I would have been like, okay, but I assume that's what she meant when they were like pasting like Russell's face on like the body of a hot guy. I don't know. I guess that's what it would be. But I've never heard of that in my life and I don't know and I don't think I care to know what that <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah, I do not get it. Um and then I also wrote when Steve Carell, like, takes her Coke, I was like, it's her house. She can drink whatever she wants inside the house. True. You cannot tell True. her. She and don't take alcohol. this can and lick it and then give it back to her. Like, no, gross. That's gross. Yeah, that was a really gross scene. I was like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I wrote, you know what's funny? I wrote this comment down and then I was like, oh, this is something I would have done. <laughs> I wrote down, who casually tapes a pic of the guy they like on their desk? And then I was like, oh. Wait. Boy. Yeah, it's like long measure. You would have done that. Oh my god, so of many. Course. This movie inspired so many embarrassing boy stories for me that really? I was like, oh god. Yeah, I had. So I was thinking about it. I was like, am I willing to share any of them? I've had many, <laughs> and I thought of one that's particularly bad because it was just, oh god, I was so stupid. And it, oh. and it's the right age group, so I'm like, that's why. So <laughs> at 14, eighth grade, there was a boy I'd liked all of middle school. And one day before Christmas holiday, before, like, the holiday break, um, I was just determined to try to give him my number, my house phone. I didn't even have, like, a fucking cell phone. Heck yeah. For him to call. And I drew him a hand-drawn picture of Snoopy. And I put my phone number on it and said, like, hey, call me over the break. (laughs) And I gave it to him in the hallway. And I hope I'm remembering this memory correctly. Otherwise, I'm just making this situation worse. <laughs> if I remember correctly, as he walked away with his friends, he just, like, threw it off to the side. No! <laughs> I saw that in slow away. motion in my brain. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. And I saw it happen, and I was like, 
It was also the cliche because, of course, I liked him. And then the girl who hated me the most in school went out with him. Oh, my God. Of course. So it was just like classic. That's classic. So, yeah, that dude. What's funny is I look at pictures of him now and I was like, what did I see in him? (laughs) Honestly, and that's that's everybody you liked before what, like freshman year college probably yeah, yeah you're just like much. what the fuck <laughs> for me that was only like two years ago like <laughs> like it was it took me up until like two years ago for me to finally stop like <laughs> idiots <laughs> yeah yeah oh well, hey welcome welcome to the big girl club you know yeah yeah finally <laughs> thank you for having me <laughs> um what else did I write? Um, oh, uh, Old Navy product placement, casual. Also, L-O-L. also Domino's product placement, very casual. Oh heck yeah! Um, for Domino's. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, and then I wrote two. I wrote two things with multiple uh, question marks next to them. Datesafe.com. Yes. Yep. And yep, yep. Cosmo Club with three question marks next to each of those. Cosmo Club. <laughs> I'm just like. I, I cannot believe these kids are going there. Yeah. Also, I cannot believe the middle school age girls got in. Yes, exactly. Well, like, I, well, you know, they were they were the plastic girls. They got whatever they want. But yeah, I just didn't understand. But like, why this would be on the scavenger hunt at all? But well, like high school girls, I could understand. And maybe yeah. who knows? For all I know, that guy was maybe one of their uncles. And like let them in. Oh, I see. Like yeah, it could probably it wouldn't be hopefully it's not that he's attracted to them because that's fucked. They are that's fourteen. Fucked. But also But also <laughs> maybe he was like related, I don't know. But yeah, it was also then I wrote and parents wonder why we all use dating apps now because yeah, of this oh my movie. God. Datesafe.com, lol. Yeah, I was like, because of this movie, like hello. <laughs> Yo, imagine if Sleepover just started and sparked the Tinders uh, and, like, the Bumbles of the world. That would be crazy. To quote Julie, I blame this movie. <laughs> LOL, Oh, Julie. my God. Julie. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Julie Corky. So one of my other notes that I wrote, too, um, was... <laughs> Because there's so many moments in this movie where, like, clearly, like, there's, like, a cool girl status. Sure. Which drives me crazy. Uh, we need to stop that. And, um... Yeah. I wrote as a comment when Julie first skateboard, skateboards for the first time in the movie, I wrote, of course she can skateboard. Yeah, I thought the same thing. <laughs> it's, like, classic. I um, thought the same thing. Also, this is random, but, um, there's another podcast I love, which hopefully people listening probably already know this, because they have, like, millions of listeners. Um, My Favorite Murder... Mm. awesome podcast yeah and some of you probably already know this because if you've listened to the episode where they reference it like georgia hardstark who's one of the hosts of the show is mm-hmm. in this movie briefly what? yeah she's one of the girls in the bathroom when the mom is on the phone yeah oh my god and i knew she was in the movie because they talked about it on their podcast on mfm and i was desperate to try to find her and then uh-huh. all of a sudden I recognized her instantly in the movie when nice. the scene came up. And I was, like, so pumped because I was like, oh, baby Georgia. It's like Aww. throwback. And so, yeah, it's just so those of you who listen to MFM and are listening to this podcast, check check out Georgia Hartstark in the bathroom in- sequence. <laughs> um, awesome. And then it literally took me until the last 20 minutes of the movie to write, wait, Brie Larson? I finally recognized her. Oh, my God. She yeah. has such a baby face. She has such a baby face. And uh. she does is. It's a completely different role from anything that I've currently seen her in. So Yeah, completely different. Oh, my God. Um, I wrote, so, Steve, this is one of the moments where I'm just like, wow, he's so not worth it. Um, his friend turns to him and he's like, hey, 
this girl, like the girl of my dreams, dance with her. And Steve, instead of helping set up right, his friend, says, yeah. dances with this guy's girl. And I'm like, wow, you Hello? suck as a friend. Like you're just oh maybe God. you and Jules are meant for each other. Right. That yeah, that was yeah. a moment. I was like, what the hell? Why? Really fucked up. Really fucked. Hilarious. Um, and then uh, the whole oh, <laughs> the <laughs> when Evan <laughs> Peter says cat fight. <laughs> I definitely copied that when I was a kid. I definitely did that at school, like a little shit. Catfight. Oh my god, yeah. He's so perfect. Good. He's perfect so in good. the movie. That was that's definitely like the redeemable moment for me for him. Where I'm like, nice. Um I wrote, girls not being mad at the guy for cheating is so lame. Bro. Like they weren't even mad at yeah. him. They were mad at each other. And I was like, oh God. Oh Hello. God. Yeah, they needed way more of like whiplash for that guy. I don't even remember his name. Whatever the asshole. I have no name idea. Was. Yeah. Um Fucking they definitely dick. I would have loved for everybody to rip on him. But of course they weren't going to, you know. Of course the girls have to fight it out because the boy can do no wrong. Yep, pretty much. Bop 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 bop. <laughs> <laughs> um the replacement storyline for Yancey. When Ferris just casually, like, you were the replacement, like, was so unnecessary in the movie. Yeah. Like, so highly unnecessary really for them unnecessary. to bully her in the last five minutes. And then yep. Peter comes in and rescues her. Like, that's... And then that, she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was the moment where I was like, the movie should have been about her. Because, like, mm. to hang out with these girls all night and then one of them fucks up and says something like that. Right. It's just weird. Also, it makes no sense that um, Jules would have even invited... Stacy in the first place to the slumber party because yeah, clearly they're not friends anymore. Like just... they haven't been friends for probably three years. Right. So why would you extend an invitation at all? Yeah. Yeah, it, that was weird. It was fucked. I was like, that was so unnecessary. And I used to think that when I was a kid too. And now especially that I'm older, I'm like, fuck, man. That was fucking <laughs> bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> um, I also wrote later, um, in all caps I don't even know if this was referring to anything it was just this is how I felt I was like it is not all about you Jules <laughs> so mad that's a majority of the film though that's fair yeah um and then I also wrote I always thought the treehouse stunt was so cool when it like lands yes. on the house yeah, I was like yeah. I want a treehouse that comes directly up to they my window that really well <laughs> yeah I was like I want that that's really that's really cute the um the phones i don't this is just another random note that i have the phones like the flip the fucking big ass flip phones with the stickers yes oh it. my god flip i'm phones. like wow remember i had a nokia i still have it yeah yeah i had I one remember of those, those. bricks mom had one yeah yeah i kept mine because i was like nostalgia I'm that's a yeah that's a good one yeah. you have that in like a museum one day probably yeah i'm gonna show it to my boyfriend's kids some days and be like this was a cell phone. Was and they're going to be like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Um, I wrote another quote of Jules where I also just, like, ranted about her at the very end of the movie when she's like, my Cinderella knight, and I'm still the <gasps> oh ugly stepsister. And I wrote, in all caps, are you ever going to stop feeling sorry for yourself? Like, shut the fuck up, Jules. But, like, what? He got up, this boy got up and took the mic and said your name to a room full of people, and you still think that way? Like, why? Yeah. It's like, just shut up, it's, Jesus. Yeah, just shut up. Just find his number in the yellow pages and call him. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? 
It does not have to be a one night thing. Jesus. Or find him in the hallway. Like what? Yeah. You guys are going to be in the same school building. Just like say hi or like, yeah, find him in the yellow pages if you can't wait that long. Yeah. So messed up. And then the last note I had was, I hope Yancey got Peter's number. We never oh actually God, see that moment. And no, I really hope she did. I'm sure he gave it to her. I'm sure he didn't let that go. Yeah. Oh, also this movie had the best music. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The yeah. I looked up. It was Alistair was the group who sang all the songs, like all the oh, dance really? songs. Yeah. Oh, nice. And just I highly recommend re-listening. I have We Close Our Eyes stuck in my head like all week <laughs> since watching this. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, my no, God. No, you know what song I always get? It's the very first song um, once the credits starts rolling. Uh, I want another yes. girl who is everything. Whatever's <laughs> up, bell, I'm going to make you I was like, <gasps> so good. thrown back. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so do you have any more notes to add before we move on to spicy hot takes? Um, no, I think I'm good. All right, so now we're in the spicy territory. Um, so do you want to go ahead and start us off? Do you have any um, spicy hot takes from the movie? We've talked about most of them, I think. I was literally <laughs> about to say, I think we've talked about most of them, so um, I'm going to hand this over to you. Okay, I just have, because we've talked about a few of them, I probably just have a few left. Um, do you think Mr. Corrado is hot? Oh, wow. Very interesting question, Lauren. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I love uh, that this sounds like we're in the view now. <laughs> just because that, that was a really good question. Um, that just did not even ever occur to me. But I did, it like flashed in my brain. Of course it did. Uh, I, I think that he's hot in the like nice guy kind of way. But, 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 um, like w- as that scene at the bar is coming to a close um, and he, you know, he gets a little bit of a makeover and his glasses come off and the woman behind Hannah and Jules say, hey, do you want to dance? And for a split second, he like lifts his glasses I up love to his that eyes moment. so he can see. I'm like, wow. And honestly, I hope he had a good ending. I hope he had a good night after yeah, that. Yeah, after that trauma, <laughs> after being yeah. traumatized by almost buying a drink for your yeah, students. Yeah, underage students. Oh, my God. He deserves to get laid later that night. Like I, he, want, he I hope or wonder if anyone wrote fan fiction about the next day. Or no, because it's <gasps> summer break. Never mind, never mind. But imagine if that was a school night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be, wow. Wow, fan fiction yeah. about his encounter with that mystery woman. That's hilarious. Right, oh my god. Um, yeah, I, w- I thought about that like as soon as the movie started. Because, you know, a lot of these teen movies had like a hot teacher cliche right, or something. Yeah. Or had like that teacher who was like a cool mentor and then like passable in terms of attractiveness. Sure. So like maybe kids would have a crush. And I know that was like a thing at my school's. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah, there were always teachers people had crushes on. And I yeah. like thought about it in this movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I see it. I would see it, yeah. He can pull it I wouldn't off. be mad if he was somehow the random guy I got on the datesafe.com website to go get a oh drink at. Yeah, <laughs> at least he's genuinely a safe date. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, I thought it was really fucked up in this movie that <laughs> that Hannah just kept having to comfort Jules about Hannah leaving, but like Hannah's moving to a new country. Oh my god. She's yeah. not gonna know where a movie theater is. She's not gonna know where to find like candy at the grocery store like she's not gonna have any friends like it's the little things where i'm like that is probably terrifying 
And Jules yeah. is making it all about her. And, like, I'm worried about Hannah and how yeah. she's going to handle <laughs> exactly moving so far. Like, I thought that was messed up. That I was like, she was having to comfort Jules the whole movie. I'm 100%. like, hello. Like, I agree with this. I, I hope she's okay. Yeah, Jules keeps, Julie keeps going on about not having any friends, et cetera, et cetera. But you're right. Like, she's moving to a completely different country. Of course, she is not going to have any friends either. Like, come on. Yeah. I also wrote, Jules is so, such a bitch in this movie, it makes total sense why she's not popular. Like, yeah. Like, yes, sometimes popular girls are like bitches, uh-huh. but they do it in a different way where it's yeah, like a power she's, move versus. She's more of like a pessimistic, like cynical. She's just like a pity party girl. Right. Like she shits on everybody because she's trying to make them join her pity party. Mm-hmm. And that's like. Well, even popular girls don't do that. Like, yeah. even popular girls aren't throwing a pity party. They're like, no, I'm just the shit. Right, exactly. And I was like, you deserve this, Jules. Um, <laughs> I also wrote as one of my notes, she did not deserve the guy in the end. Uh, the way she's no. she acts the whole movie. I'm like, she does not deserve the guy. He should have picked Hannah. He should have picked Hannah. Yeah. There I are a couple. Hannah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Hannah. There's a couple of moments in this movie that are very topical. So, like, one is water quality. It's now oh. just a very topical thing. Yes. Water quality is very important. Currently, yes, correct. Um, and then the other thing is like cops being terrible at their job or like security guards <laughs> being terrible at their job. Sure. I'm like or just incompetent, yeah, in general. Yep. Also kind of the whole storyline of like this high school student trying to take this upcoming freshman to the dance is just messed up. Like right. not good. Yeah. And when she gets in the car with him and he's like, We're not going to the dance and drives off, I was like Get out, get oh out of the car. Get out, get out, get out. That was so upsetting. Yes. Yeah. So upsetting. Like, I, I was, was just like, what? Really worried How about her. How dare you? Yeah. Um, and I guess that moment was there for us to, you know, develop some sort of empathy or sympathy for the mean plasticky girl. But it was just, oh my God, kind of extreme. Yeah. As soon as he was like, we're not going to the dance, I was like, uh, hello? Maybe yeah. we should call someone now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, the whole teacher scene is just really painful watching it as an adult now. Like, I get it as a, yeah, like, I get it as a kid, it's uncomfortable, like, it's so embarrassing, but, like, from thinking about his perspective of that scene, I can't imagine how you would ever go out on another date, a blind date. Right. Oh, my God, you would never trust that site again. Yeah, he definitely uh, deleted his account that night because. 100%. Also, he definitely would have recognized her. Like, I'm just. Yeah. Sunglasses or not. He would have recognized her. No, no. Yeah. Um, Then this is, so this is my comment about Farah. This is why I call this spicy hot takes. Farah's role is totally pointless in this movie. Yes, I know. And that was, (laughs) that would have been my spicy hot take was that she needed more like screen time or importance because I get they wanted a four person crew and Yancy gets her like screen time for sure. But yeah, Farah doesn't really get that much. It's just like they don't establish that she's a really good friend of theirs. Right, right. She's kind of just, like, there hanging out, yeah. Yeah, like, Jules and Hannah are such best friends. It doesn't really make sense that there's even a third person in the mix. Right. And and we don't even meet... We All we meet is Stacy and Brie Larson's character. So all they needed was one other person. They don't exactly. need four. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, because that... I don't even think that last girl in the plastic grew said anything in the entire movie. Yeah, I don't think so. And then... um. And then also it would have actually evened out on the posters. Jules could have been at the center of the posters, which makes yeah, more sense. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a much more even storyline between her, Yancey, and 
uh, Hannah because Hannah, they all yeah. had pretty even storylines. Right. But Farrah just had no purpose in the whole movie. Like, they could have given Hannah the chance to make the dress, or even Yancey. They, like, right. one of them could have made the red dress. Mm-hmm. It didn't, Farrah had it no purpose yeah. in the whole movie. She was just another body. Yeah. And oh my it, God, I did notice, sorry, I did go. notice that on the, what is it called, the little thumbnail on Netflix, that Farrah is a completely different actress. Did you notice that? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, like, go on Netflix and it's just, like, the regular thumbnail of them going, yay, sleepover. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not Scout. That's her name, right? It's not Scout. It's, um, just, it, it's, the face is completely different. I'm like, that's not that girl. I have <laughs> so to they probably just later. penciled her in as, like, another character. That's so weird. I have to yeah. look that up later. That's, that's weird. An that's an Easter egg, you guys. Go look. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I wrote as a comment about Jules. I'm really supposed to believe she's a cool girl. <laughs> like, yeah, she's just so annoying. I'm like, she's definitely can't just hang. She's, she's not whiny, a just hang kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> I also wrote, this is like weird, but why is Steve's friend so pushy about Steve hooking up with a girl? It doesn't huh. make any sense. It didn't make any sense. No. I mean, I guess it was just the purpose in writing terms was probably just to emphasize that he was the hottie of the class. Um, I but guess. other it's than that, weird. like it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He probably is the Julie of the two, you know, <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Steve is definitely a Hannah. Right. Oh my God. Um, but then also I'm worried. Like, I hope Peter and Steve aren't that much older than Jules and Yancey. Because they don't actually make that clear either. What, yeah, what especially age Peter, yeah. They're supposed to be. And I'm, I'm going to assume, well, because what? Hannah and Julie are probably, well, they're getting into freshman year of high school. So, so they're I 14, that, I'm yeah. hoping. I imagine that Steve is at least a senior because. Um, well, that's the thing. I'm like, that's really fucked up. I'm hoping he's at least maybe like only a junior. Oh, a junior because then he would go off to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because then at least like freshman and senior. I still don't like the idea of a freshman and senior relationship in high school. Right. Very manipulative. But like, I don't I know. Yes. Yeah. He just looked. But then at that, then it wouldn't make any sense. He just looked way too old. Also, how <laughs> would he remember her from elementary school on the bus right. if they were that far apart in age? Yeah, exactly. But also, how would he if he's only like a freshman or sophomore? How the hell would he win prom king? Prom king. Exactly. So I don't know. Maybe he just is that t- popular. I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, know. he's so hot. I'm like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, And then the very last thing that I wrote, spicy hot take. They could literally sit anywhere for lunch. There's right no actual way for them to claim the fountain, and there's no reason they have to sit at the garbage cans. Right, exactly. So, yes, that's the whole point of the movie. Totally pointless. Totally <laughs> Just, pointless. They don't have to but sit there. But, you know, you know, teenage preteens with their problems, and that's, like, world-bending. You're like, oh, my God, I have this one problem, and it's the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fountain this year. Also, bitches like Stacy and Brie Larson's character definitely would not stick to the deal. Like, yeah, the school year would start, and they would be like, you didn't really think we would do this, did yeah, you? And they wouldn't have given up their seats. No. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but those are my spicy hot takes. Anything to add? Um, no, I think those were all great. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you pretty much said it all. <laughs> okay, great. And then the last thing is the ironic question of the podcast, which is, should this be remade? Should they, should, should Hollywood get a do-over and try again? Uh... 
I mean, quite honestly, 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 if we're looking at this from either lens of my childhood film love or like whether this film deserved <laughs> another <laughs> chance, no, it should not be remade. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, I was thinking about this and I was like, we have so many other teen classics. Right. I don't know if Sleepover necessarily. I would like, okay, specifically, I don't need a movie like called Sleepover. Like I don't need, even though the movie's, technically it should have been called like Scavenger Hunt or something. Because like sure. we don't technically barely even see the Sleepover. <laughs> um, that was the Sleepover, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of want another Scavenger Hunt movie though. Yeah, I mean that. I think, like, yes, some like kind a of... pure scavenger hunt? Yeah, that, yeah, that sounds like, like a great time. I could see they could do it in, like, either, like, New York City, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, L.A. Like, it could be in some major city. Right. And if it's it was like, a reimagining, I'd be down, but not a remake. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, not really. a remake. I just want the scavenger hunt to be turned into a new movie. And I want, like, maybe, like, three or four teams of kids, maybe from different <laughs> cliques. Great. And like, write this. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh my God. This is now somebody's going to steal the idea. Intellectual property, bitches. <laughs> I'm claiming it right here, right now. I need to get on this. Yeah. Just like, I, I love scavenger hunts. Even my mom, like, oh, I actually used to love that. So one of the reasons I love this movie when I was a kid was mm -hmm. my mom would tell me she did scavenger hunts in her neighborhood when she was a kid. Aww. And it was like every house had kids and they would all gather up and they would make a list of things they needed and they would have to go door to door asking for things. So oh they'd God, knock awesome. on the door and ask an adult like, hi, do you have a rubber band that we could use? Oh my God, that's so cool. And they would just go back and return it all later. And just whoever, whatever group of kids got all the Gets stuff all first the won. Awesome. And like there was no prize or anything. It was just for fun. And like that sounds great. That was part of the reason I loved this movie when I was a kid was hearing my mom tell that story and that she did that. I was like, I didn't have enough kids in my neighborhood growing up to do that. Right. And I was like, man, that sounds so fucking fun. Aww. So yeah, that yeah. So this movie always yeah, like shouts out to my mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Well, we talked enough shit. I think about this movie. <laughs> um, the, but it all comes from love, it's, right? It's to all be from clear, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this is definitely. If if Julie wasn't so awful, I would probably rewatch this more often. <laughs> Right, like, I only watch this out of, like, wow, I really loved this as a child. I'm getting to relive it now. I probably wouldn't rewatch it again after this time of rewatching it, but <laughs> it definitely has a special place in my heart for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, like we both said, like, we had this whole movie memorized. Oh we God, remembered yes. every moment. So there's something to be said for that. For sure. But, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Um, please subscribe to the podcast rate and review if you feel so inclined Ooh. um thank you renee for coming on this was so Yay, much fun thank you, you for having me yes of course we'll have to do this again because you gave me like five movie options that were all amazing yeah i got them i don't know why my brain is like yo i got you with those childhood films but i got you with those childhood films yes okay well thank you so much for coming on uh this was a blast and yeah thanks everybody thanks everyone bye